Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Wrestling vs. the World podcast. If you're enjoying your day, sweet if not, what the hell ever. Now it's time for something that I've been wanting to do. Talking about a WWE video game. What game is it? Well, it's one that I've played on my YouTube channel once. WWF Betrayal. And here we go. August 7, 2001 in North America and August 24, 2001 in Europe, WWF Betrayal was released for wrestling fans on the Game Boy Color. The game's presentation is pretty similar to Double Dragon on the NES, but doesn't feel like it's anything special overall. Now, the overall premise is that Stephanie has been captured and needs to be rescued. Now, you got four characters you can choose from to play this game mode through with. Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Triple H, and The Undertaker. The only differences that you'll get here are the finisher that your character uses and any dialogue that you get in the game during cutscenes. And for this review of the game, I played through as Triple H. Your controls are basic for the Game Boy, Star pauses the game, D-pad moves you around, A for punches, and B for kicks. Double tapping the direction pad will get you to start running. If you do so with a kick, it does a drop kick. If you build enough of a combo for your momentum meter, it will lead to your character executing his finisher on an NPC. So the game story mode starts with stage one in the ring, where in this case, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the WWF champion and he's defending against Triple H. Stone Cold wins after The Rock throws a trash can into the ring at Triple H from the outside and runs away, and Stone Cold runs off too. Then after Triple H gets through a couple of NPCs backstage, he comes across Vince McMahon and learns that Stephanie has been kidnapped by both The Rock and The Undertaker. So yes, every NPC character will be used in this game. Meaning that Triple H now has to rescue his wife with the promise of an eventual WWF Championship match afterwards. You get more NPCs in the way, some will look like referees and others will look like cops with batons. You can also use weapons to deal more damage to NPCs, which is like, if you can get your hands on weapons, use them. And there are some that can be thrown like boxes and trash cans, but those only happen a few times along the way. Then you get to stage two, which is the parking garage, which is a level that easily angered me. If you saw my video of this game, you might remember this. You got bubbles that'll blow in a pattern that'll come out of pipes that you gotta avoid, so you got a pattern to memorize there. You get Luigi knockoffs with wrenches, and cops that will tase you because saving your wife is illegal here. Weird logic. You can also get healing items for your health, which I did not know of in the first place, by attacking some objects in the backgrounds, like some boxes and water coolers and stuff like that throughout the stages. At the end of Stage 2, you will get a boss battle because Undertaker will drive away with Stephanie tied up in the limo, so then Triple H has to fight against The Rock, and this boss battle really got irritating because it took a handful of tries for me to get done. You really just got to get lucky by constantly mashing the attack buttons in time to be stun The Rock and then beat him, so yeah, it's a pretty big hassle. Stage 3, labels Street Fight. So you're out on the streets, you got some buildings to go through, you go through ladders there on fire escapes and get through other NPCs. You get Ice-T, who's in green flailing around nunchucks, and then some chick on the street corner that wants to kick you in the nuts. Yeah, women hate you in this game. It's pretty quick of a stage anyway. Stage 4. You'll take place down in the subway, and it will be re- there will be repeats with some characters, like with the cops with batons, and even prostitutes that still have a personal vendetta that you just saw on the street corner. And it really gets aggravating once you get on the subway, because... Yes, you will get some cops with the batons, but you'll also get these guys who are shooting out bullets out of what look like black suitcases or whatever they are. So that'll easily get on your nerves. But thankfully, when you beat them, they will give you healing items, so there's a payoff to all that. And once you get out of, make your way out of the subway, The Undertaker waits, you at, waits for you at the end for another boss battle. I found him easier to beat compared to The Rock, which is pretty shocking when you compare both of them. Stage 5, 
You get up to Tiny Towers, you got weaponized cops, the dude that's shooting stuff out of his briefcase, and also an elevator. And the elevator is not an easy one either, even for Stage 5, because you're going to have two kind of NPCs coming out. The Luigi clones and these leg-sweeping gangsters, like they got backwards hats and pink pants, and they try to sweep you, so you got to be fast to attack them. Because otherwise they're going to sweep at you and you can't take them down. And these guys are coming at waves, so it's just going to be non-stop and you don't get healing items either before you finally get off the elevator. So once you get off the elevator, you get to start of stage 6, which is at WWF Headquarters. There's a reason it's at Titan Towers. You've got the cops, and you've also got chicks that haven't sued Vince McMahon yet. Lucky them. You also get a pass, you all, once you get past all them and all these doors and everything, which looks like the hall, the hotel that you see for the Home Alone games on Super Nintendo, you also find posters on the wall with one that looks like a caricature of Trish Stratus, China, and Lita, which I'm not sure how long it took this game to develop, but it probably had to still be around when China was still under contract in order for her picture to be up there on the wall. And at the end of the hallway, you arrive at Vince McMahon's office, you find out this was all a setup. Because Stone Cold takes Stephanie up to the rooftop, and Vince escapes, leading to another fight with The Undertaker. Which, of course, I win. And then you have to ascend up the roof, and beat Stone Cold on the roof while Stephanie is locked up there in a helicopter. So it's an impromptu WWF Championship match. So you get to the roof, you beat Stone Cold in the final fight, Stephanie is rescued, and you're somehow the new WWF Champion without a referee being present. You get that final, like graphic there that says congratulations with a crappy looking WWF championship big eagle belt there like I said how is that official when there's no referee involved I have no clue so and that that's pretty much it because then you get end credits and then all of a sudden oh you're back to the start screen so nothing really special so you got six stages like I said you're going backstage like in the locker room area you got the parking garage you got the street fight you're in a subway, Titan Towers, and then WFHQ, which also leads up to the roof. You've got an elevator and all that stuff. This game, it's in the, it's one of those down in the middle ratings, like no better than a five out of ten if I had a rate. Like this game really did suck. Like it was clearly a double dragon clone, but without any charm to it. Because again, yeah, your dialogue changes depending on which of the four characters you go through, and you can also. Have your different finishers, like with the Rock, you got the Rock Bomb, Triple H Pedigree, Stone Cold, the Stunner. Undertaker, he's either, I don't know which one he uses. He's got like three different finishers at this point, and I didn't bother playing through with him, but this game was just not fun. It's just a bunch of butt, butt, of button mashing. It felt like the Mucha Lucha game that you got on the Game Boy Advance. Just like keep tapping buttons and pray to whatever god you believe in that you're going to win. Yeah, like and like I even said, if if you come across these NPCs and you can use, grab their weapons that, that they leave behind, use them because it's going to make the combat a lot easier and a lot faster to get through. But these boss battles are a bitch. And like I said, the biggest pain was the parking garage. Second choice would be going in the subway because you got those guys suddenly shooting stuff out of the briefcase. So you got to act fast with the combats and you only got a certain reach with hitting guys with punches and kicks and everything without risking getting hit. Like, I spent more time punching guys than I did with kicking or even drop kicking because... You got a far better reach with punches compared to just standing there and kicking other people in the balls and stuff like that. So, would I recommend this game? Not one bit. Not even if you have never played this game before, I cannot say, oh, you should check this game out even once. I don't recommend it. If you played Double Dragon, then you've pretty much played this game, only this game was watered down. 
and it took me less than an hour to even complete, even while I was holding the pause button to try to look up a walkthrough to figure out how to finish this, because this freaking sucked. I'm sorry, but it sucked. You know, I mean, we would get better WWF games later on on the Game Boy Advance with, like, Survivor Series and Road to WrestleMania and WrestleMania 18 on the Game Boy Advance compared to this. Hell, even the freaking SmackDown vs. Raw games on the DS were better. So, let me know in the comment section below. Have you ever played WWF Betrayal and what have your thoughts been on it? Like, I know I got a physical copy down here in a bin right next to my computer because I think I got it within a... Uh, it must have been Retro Game Treasure unboxing. But it's just like, I cannot believe I sat through this game. I mean, I'm glad I finally beat it, but I still don't recommend it. So anyway, let me know all in the comment section below. If you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast, please remember, folks, leave a like and subscribe with the bell. Turn on if you're listening to this on YouTube or follow if you're listening to this podcast on any other service that this podcast is available on. And I'll catch you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Like, I'm a subscribe. Peace out. And good day, everybody. And fuck WWF Betrayal.